Hi, welcome to the Coffee Chat Show here on Buzzing Patea, the show where we talk about things that are happening right here, right now, as well as general news, tips, information and advice. Now listen, I normally find a few good things out there, I normally uncover a few things that maybe you didn't know about, but have I got the place, the place that you would just not believe. Joining me is Dennis. Dennis, how you doing my man? Really nice to meet you as well. I mean, unbelievable. You know, <laughs> I, I'm coming up Soy Siam Country Road, I've stopped and I've just seen this like foray of amazing cars. I mean, mm -hmm. tell me a bit about this V8 Fastlane. I mean, you've got such a selection of cars here. So what V8 Fastlane is, is that we are a bistro and yeah. a car showroom at the same time. So we are open every day from Tuesday to Sunday from 12 to 9. So people can come in, can, they can look at the cars and they can have great food at great value as well. Yeah. At the same time, we do make some mocktails because of the COVID lockdown and because of alcohol. Sure. So we do innovate in our, our drinks as well. So every anytime people can come in, have a great time with the cars and our food. I mean, those cars, are, I mean, we're going to talk a lot more <laughs> about the cars in a minute, but, um, but I mean, listen guys, if you like cars, you've got to see what's here. I want to talk to you about the restaurant side of things first, and then mm -hmm. we'll cover the cars in part two in much more detail. But mm. before we talk about the restaurant, I mean, tell me a bit about yourself. Where are you from? I'm actually from Singapore, and I've been working in Pattaya for just a little over two years. Yeah. So previously, I used to be working closer to the beach for a Thai restaurant and also a hotel business. But um, the owner of the restaurant here and the showroom asked me if I wanted to do, help him out in setting up this bistro. And I was like, sure, why not? Because I'm a car nut. And I've been in the restaurant business for a little under 15 years. So I know a thing or two when it comes to setting up a new restaurant. Yeah. So it took us about roughly four to five months to set this place up, starting from ground zero with like nothing but concrete all the way to what you see right now in the restaurant. Well, I remember this place being a playground. Like a crash. Exactly. It used to be, um, I believe it was a Thai restaurant and it, part of it was like a kid's playground. Mm. So we had to take out a lot of the things and basically to doll it up uh, retro style with all the bricks, the bricks and the metallic posters and the neon signs to give it a very, you know, car, car looking car looking kind of um, mm. homey area. Well, I'm looking behind, I love that pipe work, the shelves. So oh, I mean, yeah. have, a, have a look at Ooh. that, he's just, I mean, whose idea was that? So this idea was all by one guy, and that's the owner of the place, okay. his name is Gunther. So he has spent so much time by his own, doing up pipe by pipe, light bulb by light bulb, to make it look the way it is right mm. now. So this was the ingenuity of just one person. So you mentioned a minute ago that um, you've obviously 15 years as, as a chef. I mean, what were you specializing in? Well, actually my very first time working in a restaurant was actually for a Thai restaurant in Singapore. Oh, okay. So back then, um, the Thai cuisine scene wasn't so big. So it was a relatively new thing to have um, a chain Thai restaurant. Mm. So from there, I started working when I was young in Thai restaurants, um, be it like Chinese restaurants, you know, European restaurants. So. From there, I branched into like hospitality. I went to work for the Ritz Carlton in Singapore, wow. as well as the Marina Bay Sands. When Ritz first, Carlton? Yeah, exactly. So that's Damn, where I got my- that's some ding, ding, ding. <laughs> yeah, so Whoa. that's where I get, got my bulk of experience in hospitality and in customer service. So that's why I decided like from Singapore, I wanted to branch out into Thailand to see what was different from the working environment as well as the lifestyle, because I heard so many great things about Pattaya, mm. basically. So why not give it a couple of years to try it out? And I've been liking it ever since. I mean, looking back, Singapore to Pattaya, mm -hmm. I mean, which, which one's got, got your, uh, your vote now? Um, I, it's, it's, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, 
the guys watching this right now, you, you will know the vote directly, but I will say it out is um, I like Pattaya for what it is, mm -hmm. you know. Um, people say they come for the beach and they come to, to relax and everything, but I think that the culture, the Thai culture here is so different and be it Pattaya because it's very foreign influence, you know, back from so, such a long time ago from what it used to be. I feel that it's, it's so, there's so much freedom here. Mm. There's so much freedom in Pattaya to do like what you want. Like that's why we can create this showroom and the restaurant at the same time because we have the freedom to experiment with what kind of concept we wanted to build. And from this concept, we, this, we came into physical actuality. Mm. And this is what we have right now, V8 Fastly. I mean, it is, it is an amazing place. I mean, honestly, guys, I, I can't say enough times, you've just got to come <laughs> and check this out. It's in Soy Siam country, and I'll show you, uh, I'll put a pin drop about where it is. But basically, I mean, it really is just unbelievable. In terms of the food, let's talk about the food. I mean, mm. what kind of foods on offer here? We do mainly European and Italian food. So we do have our own pizza oven, again, hand-built by our owner, wow. <laughs> which is unbelievable because it's his first time. So we do mainly pizzas, pastas, steaks, and like our cocktails as well. So we have just recently offered up delivery as well because of the lockdowns. Many people are not leaving their homes. So we want people to enjoy the food from the comfort of their own home as well. At the same time, we want to keep the, the prices affordable because we want people to keep coming and coming mm -hmm. and coming, be it um, by yourself to watch sports from our television. Uh, we do broadcast Formula One and MotoGP as well. To families coming with the children and everything, you know, um, the, the fun part is that when the parents, like their dads, telling the kids, you know, I used to have this car back, mm -hmm. or grandpa used to have this car back uh, in the country. Yeah. Uh, that's, that's interesting stories that we hear every day on a daily basis. And I get to talk with the customers all the time. Oh, where are you from? Oh, from Belgium or from like another part of Europe, yeah. things like that. So we do have such a strong community here. I'm, I'm just thinking about what you said a second ago about, you know, the, the families coming with their children. Now, yes. You must sit here and freeze and think, please don't climb on that car. I mean, you've got oh. some expensive cars over here. And we, you must have a nightmare. <laughs> I mean, how do you deal with that? Well, um, that's why most of the time I have my staff taking care of the restaurant, <laughs> where I'm most of the time taking care of the, the cars. cars yeah. Because, you know, if something breaks, it's a very expensive oh. repair because we only have classic restoration cars and things like that, don't, they don't make new ones anymore. So I'm most of the time in the showroom, like taking care of the cars and making sure nothing drops and nothing goes wrong. Look, Dad, I can climb on this wing mirror. No, we, please put them down. Don't do we, that. We had that happen already. <laughs> yeah, somebody tried to climb on the Formula BMW and luckily the, the, the child was light enough that the car didn't move and we managed to stop it in time. Wow. I mean, we, we, we'll look at these cars in a lot more detail in a bit, but. I mean, I would be petrified. I would be absolutely <laughs> petrified because we're not just talking about, you know, a, a, a 2,000 baht quick respray. I mean, we're talking like incredible cars. I mean, yeah. You must that. need to have eyes everywhere. Yeah, most definitely. So we are always very alert when the customer walks in <laughs> with, to see like if they're coming if for they the restaurant. <laughs> oh yeah, if they got kids and if they're running around. But so far, I think that we have a very respectable customer base. Like. They tell their kids and they know like not to touch the cars and things like oh, that. Oh yeah, I mean yes. if I came here with my boy and my girl, I'd be like, do not touch that, <laughs> do not go near that yeah. because you know. We, we welcome pictures, you can take pictures with the cars, you know, post with the cars and everything, but try please to keep your hands in your pockets. It does, <laughs> it does wonders for us. Uh, do you cook yourself? 
Personally, I can do a barbecue. Barbecue. Uh, barbecue. I'm, I'm quite good with barbecue, I can say that. <laughs> but um, the restaurant success for the food is mainly contributed to our very experienced team. Like, we do have uh, chefs from restaurants that closed down, like due to COVID, and we have like such a great pool of talents right here. Mm. Like, be it from um, chefs from previously from restaurants in Pratanap Hill, okay. all the way from Jom Tian, things like that. And we we managed to get these talents coming right here and sharing with us their experience and I think coming up with such a wonderful menu as well. Yeah, I mean, I have to say, I mean, you've got a beautiful decor, it really is nice. I mean, question I do want to ask you though is, especially when you look at what you have available in terms of like, like you say, the photos and that for the families, I mean, it is amazing. I don't want to detract away from the, the quality of the food as well, because you've got a really fantastic and very comprehensive menu. Mm. What was the choice in here? Why here? Why Soy Siam country? Why did you come to this location? For the most practical answer is because um, number one, our garage is inside. Okay. Just at the back of the, um, the showroom, like not even two minutes right away. But mainly because there's such a, a, a good culture of restaurants around the area. So if you check like Mapachan Lake, you have uh, great Italian restaurants like Sicily, you have August for steaks, you have Taco House for Mexican food, and you have Route 66 for American food. So I believe that a lot of people that stay around this area, they know that this road has great foreign food, great food from a lot of international cuisines. And we decided that we wanted to join in that scene as well. But to differentiate from the rest, like being like just mainly restaurants, you know, we wanted to do the bistro. So like, you know, you can come in here, have a great drink, be it a gent or ladies. We do all kinds of drinks as well. So we wanted to come and join the restaurant scene in Nongpe and Mapachan area, but at the same time, come in with like a very different approach. Where did the name come from? Okay, so <laughs> because we, most of the time we deal with like big block engines. So, you know, we wanted to think like, okay, should we call it V6? You know, let's go for something bigger. V12, uh, that's a bit too premium. So V8 is a very nice, um, in between because a lot of American cars back in the day, they came with V8s. Okay. So most of the time we're ordering V8 engines for our customers' restoration projects. So the name kind of stuck. And I mean, I'm guessing, you know, a lot of places here will like, especially in the restaurants, you might be lucky and get a company car. I mean, you know, over there, do you, do you get a company car at all? So. <laughs> Is that what you're thinking? <laughs> yeah, we, we do have a company car. Um, unexpectedly, it's not a truck. Neither is it an SUV. It's a baby Benz from, I would believe it's the 90s. So we have a 180E, a 2.3 liter engine. And strangely enough, to use it as a company car, I don't know if it's sacrilegious because, you know, it is a classic car and we are loading things from the suppliers into it. So hopefully um, we change the company car because I don't want to damage it too much because I kind of love it as well. It drives fantastic though. Mm. I mean, obviously you've got a huge interest in, in vehicles and you're obviously a comprehensive knowledge about vehicles. I mean, I, I'm just about able to change a tire <laughs> and that's at best. I mean, you're restoring these into incredible, you know, pristine condition. Yeah. I mean, when you're out and about and you see cars, do you look at the cars nowadays and think, oh, they're just like, just not the same, you know, they just don't have that, I don't know that aura around them, you know. What do you think about modern day cars compared to these cars? I would say the approach, like how the manufacturers go around building the cars has been 
so different compared to what was decades ago. Mm-hmm. Like if you if you check like the American scene, it's always like you know the bodies were made from like steel and things like that, big powerful block engines. I would say like over time, the approach like especially now in the modern day cars. They have gone for like they want luxury in the car. They want to feel great when right driving in the car. Be it like if it's Mercedes making it or Mazda making it, I would say the approach has been very consistent in like approach going to like luxury end. But at the same time, what they have sacrificed, I would say, is like the performance of the cars. You know, we used to have like big V8 engines without turbos, and you know, the the sound was just amazing from like a Corvette Stingray or a Ford Mustang, like. When you go back and watch videos, like you would look at, oh, the car looked great, or the engine sounded amazing, but you wouldn't have things like that anymore for cars that are produced in the last decade. Like they are pretty much very economical, I would say, mm-hmm. and very cheap to um, to maintain. So I would say, like the newer generation of car owners, they are not looking so much into getting exciting cars. I would say, and also it speaks forth from the manufacturers, like we don't have. Big engine cars anymore, or we don't have very exciting cars, or even when it did manufacture any of those, it's limited to like one or two cars. So we don't have such a big collection and a big culture anymore when it comes to like newer generation of cars. You mentioned something which I have to ask you because on the channel I have this ongoing joke which I have. Mm. You mentioned about the sound of engines. Yes. Now, what's your thoughts when these trucks? out on the road here that bellow out that black smoke sound like they're just a machine gun i mean i call them a little penis that's why i call them because i think they want a big nice car but they can't afford it what, what do you think of those it's the same like in america like how you see big trucks with oversized tires and everything <laughs> and you think the guy has a little willy and see, same as me thinks it's the same exactly thing. the same it doesn't matter if you're in america or thailand it is the same guys the same kind of guys with the same attitudes and it's like, it's, it's, it's not interesting. It's not interesting. <laughs> well, I'm down by the railway. I live by the railway. So, of course, I've got that open stretch of road. So you get, and thinking, really? I mean, and I look, I look down, I think, what are you doing, mate? You know, you've just got a tiny little truck and you're trying to make out like you've got, like, like you say, like the Mustangs. Exactly. Know. I mean, in, in, in the car industry or the car culture, we always have people that, you know, we have genuine car players, you know, the big cars, the big proper cars, mm. the exotic cars. And then we have people that try to pose as them, <laughs> you know, and they don't try to be humble about it. And they try to just be arrogant and brag. And that's, that's what these guys are, yeah. basically. Like, as you mentioned, the guys that bellow out blank smoke every single time they try to rev the engine. Oh, it's awful, isn't it? It's awful. So one thing I have to say is probably my pet hate here is those those people because I think dude like what are you doing you know if you had that truck back in England mm-hmm. it'd be confiscated and crushed because it's just bellowing out this bulging black smoke like, exactly oh. Oh. I want to come back to the food very quickly because we're mm-hmm. near the end of part one but what I'd like to do is ask you obviously you know you've got a culinary background you're here in a restaurant when you're away from work where's your kind of like go-to place what kind of food do you like enjoying I I'm quite a sucker when it comes to like chicken wings they're yeah, personally like hot favorite and I love a good lasagna. Oh yeah. A great lasagna yeah. is perfect, you know, for a rainy day or just getting some comfort food. So normally what I would do personally if I'm not in the restaurant, I would try out like food from everywhere. I okay. I, I I'm I have a taste for all kinds of food, be it like the traditional Isan Thai food or like getting enchiladas from a Mexican spot. 
So I, I try basically everything from different price ranges, from different locations, just to get a sense of like what is available, you know, in my area, and also like to find out if something something is better, or how I can like go about like approaching this and making my food my own food better as well. So you use it as market research in, in many ways. Exactly. Yeah. And do you eat spicy food? Oh, I love it. Do you? Yeah. See, it's amazing. So many people here, they can't eat spicy food. They're like, come on, I love spicy food. The hotter the better <laughs> for me. The yeah. hotter the better. And you mentioned chicken wings. Mm. I mean, do you go down to Beach Road or Hooters to their, their famous wings that they're so famous for? Um, I have not been to Hooters yet. I, I'm, I'm not saying they're overrated, but... Um, <laughs> I'll say it for you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I don't believe in paying the price that they're asking. Well, for chicken that, wings. That's a very diplomatic answer. I like that. I like yeah, that. because like, I mean, okay, probably like what you're paying for is like for the girls and for everything, yeah? Mm. But I'm, I'm a foodie. Like yeah. when I go to a place, mainly I would like to, and the main star has to be the food, you know? And I would say that that's more of an entertainment value that serves yeah. food yeah. rather than like a restaurant with ladies. Yeah. You know, that's, that's my approach to it. I have to say, I mean, it is, you've, you've done a fantastic job. I mean, it really does look amazing. The food menu, you know, the, the, I love the pipes. I really, I, <laughs> you know, just, just to sit at the bar and have a, have a drink and look at the pipes. It's it really, really a great concert. You've done a fantastic festival. Thank you, job. thank you. You really have. Guys, if you haven't been up here, have a look in the link in the description below. I'll put the link to their Facebook page. Come and check this place out, honestly. If you like your fast cars, you like your fast bikes, this is your playground, this really is. And what I like about this place is before it was here, this was a child's playground. Now we've got an adult's playground. Just look <laughs> at these, it is amazing. And you know, come and try the food, the drinks, etc. It really, really is a fantastic place. Dennis, thank you so much for sparing some time to talk to us. No problem. Much appreciated. Thank you so much. Part two, I'm gonna be way out of my depth. I'm not gonna lie, I'm gonna be way out of my depth. But this gentleman here knows his stuff. He's gonna talk us around and show you a lot more in detail about these cars, the history of the cars, you know, how the rebuilds go and all the problems that they face. And of course, the glory side of when you sit back and go, look at that, we did that. It's incredible. We're gonna show you that in part two, which will be out very, very soon. All right, guys, that's it for me today. Thank you very much for watching. Please, as always, remember, hit the subscribe button and also the bell icon if you'd like to be notified when I bring out a new video. Check out our members area. More and more members are joining each and every day, so please check that out. And join our Discord group. There's over 2,300 people on there now. All people like yourself have got a love for this wonderful city that Dennis and I live in and, and can call home. So check it out and get yourself on there. There's a link in the description below. All right, that's it for me. Thank you very much for watching. And please, as always, wherever you are in the world, stay safe.